Our adventurers emerge victorious from their battle with the airborne kobolds, only to find themselves short on peanuts before arriving at the nearest stronghold. Where will this stop lead? And welcome back to Misfortune's Corner. Missed you. Welcome back. Last time... Did Devon stop speaking for the party? I didn't miss them one bit. Yes, you did. <laughs> Say it, or you're cancelled. Sorry, I can't do that. Never mind. Sorry. Take that. <laughs> that would hurt us more than it would help. Anyway, back to the story. The Last story. time, everyone journeyed well, we were attacked by kobold pirates with their flying ship. Somehow he managed to win, and the party met up a, at a floating um, chunk of earth, and you were, and it looks kind of like a fortress. It has some walls, but it's not like... Don't think of it as a castle. Think of it as kind of more of a... Um, more of a village with walls, so to speak. And we leave off with the party disembarking from the ship. Upon which, um, last session, uh, I'm going to turn attention to the fact that the ship captain, Coyle, um, on his way leaving, the car noticed that he kind of, like, palmed where his pocket area is. And once you left for a while, you notice your um, pocket is a little bit heavier than before. And the time is for you guys now. I think you need to see what he put in your pocket, dude. Um, and Stephen, I'd also like to, uh, on behalf of the party, take great offense at the statement that we somehow won. Um, they were co they were <laughs> kobolds. They were kobolds. It's not a it's not a hard win. Are you being racist against kobolds? I am. Kobolds are like the idiots of the D and D world. <laughs> <laughs> well, they think of themselves as smart. They're smart enough to do something, so they do it. <laughs> I'm taking offense because I thought I was doing some very nice. But they don't have they don't have the wisdom to not do it. Hey, that that's that's fair. That they, they can be intelligent. They just don't know how to apply that intelligence. <laughs> but still, I take offense. <laughs> um, I like being compared to kobolds. I, I I don't like saying that it was a hard won victory against kobolds. <laughs> that's fair enough. Okay, we can we can jump back to to uh, Sakar. <laughs> okay, uh, Sakar is going to um, search his pockets that magically appeared on his person. What's in his pockets? 
Exactly. You see, will you pull out a small leather pouch? Seems to have some jingleys in it. Ooh, jingleys. I open it cautiously. Not sure if it's good jingly or bad jingly. I don't think it would be good jingly. You smashed his fruit. Um, in it, you see, you can you can see that there's some gold in there, but then there's a note. Okay. The note looks like a detailed um, description of the items that you smashed. And it also, um, it includes fees that you had to, um, for escorting him, you each get 10 gold, so that's included, but um, there is a receipt for five gold for smashed goods. <laughs> so, minus five gold from that. All this way, just to tell me I don't get as much money as anybody else. You're the guy, you wanted to smash his fruit, you stupid idiot. We were taking too long. The car became impatient. So, in total, there's 35 gold in there. Fine. <laughs> All right, everybody. We're Australian now? I guess we are. <laughs> I have gotten to character. Working my voice now. <clears throat> All right. Is everybody's gold? I kind of just toss it to Kovacir. Yeah, you divvy it out. Um, ju just for convenience sake, how does the party feel about just keeping our gold in all in one place? I don't like it. If this was Kane talking, I would be against it, but because it's Kavasir, I don't really have a problem with it. Yeah, I think we can trust Kavasir to hold the purse strings. What if you find some particular artifact and just buys it without telling us? Come on, guys, this is Kavasir. You wouldn't do that. He, he, he wouldn't. He wouldn't do it. This is more just born out of Taylor not wanting to do math. <laughs> it does kind of help with inventory management. Yeah, it, it does kind of help with inventory management if, like, valuables are all just dumped into one place. You can say that technically you each have some gold, but, like, maybe for care for D&D-wise, we all have it split up. So, like, if there's any big purchases, you still need to consult with the party. But if there's, like, small stuff, you can consider that you still have money. I, I'm fine with divvying it out if, you, if that's what you guys want to do. I just wanted to run that past so I didn't have to divvy it up. All right. I'm chill with that. I mean, one easy way of doing gold is you can just go into your character sheet look over where it says gold and just add a certain amount of gold and I can tell you how much each you get for gold. That's true. That is true. Um, what would you like? I, I don't care. We, we can divvy it up. It was just born out of a lazy moment for not wanting to divvy it out. <laughs> um, so 35 divided by 4 is... It's, it's easy. Like... You, me, and Erlen get ten, and the car gets five. Yes. <laughs> Damaged goods. He was charged. <laughs> he 
he he broke some expensive mangoes. Yes, he did. Yeah, so those was a blood all over him. You can add stuff. You don't have any money. I don't have any money. I, I started out with. How did you? If you don't have any money? money to begin with. Give yourself ten starting gold. We'll all start with ten gold before the adventure. All right. So you should have twenty now. I have fifteen. That's right. You have fifteen because you broke stuff. You're the one that brought up me getting less money. You forgot. <laughs> <laughs> the attention span of a rock. You know this. All right. Us three and the rock will go into this village. <laughs> Before we proceed on with our narrative, we leveled up to level seven, right? What? You wish. I I, I do wish. I. <laughs> oh. I I do. I do wish. You do wish. I I was looking at my hit points. I'm like, ooh, don't like that. Okay, back to the thing. Um, I'll give a information. I'll give more information about the stronghold that you're in right now. So you notice along the walls, it's manned by a bunch of Arab genocide, similar to the woman that greeted you on the ship. And there, inside the building walls, there's a bunch of homes. Um, you can see it. There's a large library, and you can see that there is kind of the size of a church of a medium-sized church it's like a small monk monastery and there are some um shops along the street so i'll turn the i'll hand the baton to you guys all right since i am the meat shield the car will go first I don't think we're going to be fighting a whole lot of things here, dude. I assume that my, I don't know, intimidation. Anyways, I want to go first. Okay. What are you doing? Where do you want to go? Hey, well, it's, I want to ask, is this, is there a gate to this village? You said that there's a wall around this there's village a, or community. There's a wall. It's more of like easy access to get places. Um... You can see that there are people that are like flying around. Um, so it's, you can tell that the walls aren't necessarily um, as like their first line of defense to keep people out. It's kind of more of along the lines of um, technical like fortification just to have something to hide behind and stuff. Um, but there is like, there's a main gate. That blocks off the place you went into. So you did enter in through a gate to get in the place. Well, the car decides to float on over to the gate. Um, you don't float. There is gravity. There's gravity. There's I know. Gravity now, dude. I wish I miss floating. Uh, let's just let's head over there. I mean, if you jump, maybe you'll try your luck. Uh, jump off the side. I think I'm okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to push my luck this time. Just, just trying to help. Okay. Oh, let's head to the first gate. Okay. You, you see a pair of air genocide that are they're armored up and they're kind of just sitting there on guard. Um, there is people moving in and out of the gates. Um, 
seems like a lot of people are traders. Some people are just like going to and from their boats. Like they're could some are like travelers and such. Yeah. Well, the is gonna sheath his axe. Only for the first time this whole campaign. <laughs> I don't think he's ever actually put it down. <laughs> and uh, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna just walk right through if I just get in. Yeah, they don't pay you any attention. Okay. I say we all go with him. Okay. Within the village, um, is there like a general path that everybody's heading toward, or is it more of kind of just hustle and bustle? More like hustle and bustle. It's pretty much a town. If you think about it, there's like there's a street where there's marketplaces. Everything's like logically placed where you'd imagine it would be in a town. Okay. We're looking for a. We We're looking? looking for the planar disc. Planar disc. I think right. that's what I really should start taking notes, but I'm Correct. pretty sure it's called the planar disc. Is that right? Yeah. Planar disc that we're looking for. Yeah. Do you think anybody up at that monastery would know anything? Let's try there. Yeah, monasteries. Last time I went to one, that's where I met Kavasir. So could be a good place to look. Oh, Kavasir, show us the way. Well, there is a minor difference between a library and a monastery, but I, I guess it's not overly important. Um, and uh, Kavasir will uh, move up to the nearest, like, attendant. Okay. Yeah, you you go up to the monastery. It's a, it's a pretty average, pretty. It's not too big of a building. It's made of wood. Um, there isn't anyone, like, per se, guarding, like, on duty to, like, watch the entrance. Um, instead, the, there are um, some large double wooden doors, and they're just swung wide open. All right. Um, shuffle on in. Shuffle, 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 shuffle. Inside, you um, you do hear some like some humming, some chanting, but it's you can tell that there really aren't that many people in there. Um, as you go in, you are you see that there's like this large room, and there are two clean-shaven um, air genocide. Actually, and then there's one, there's a human, and then if you look up, um, there is an air genocide that's sitting cross-legged on the ceiling. Um, you're greeted by a nearby, um, nearby monk, and they go, Greetings, what, can, what brings you to this place? Um, well, we're looking for this... This disc, uh, the the planar disc, we were sent by someone who needed us to find them. That is the first I have 
heard of something like this before. Oh. Um, perhaps you're coming here for guidance? You can... On, on the ways of the Upside Down? Well, Kavasir was upside down for a little bit. That was pretty weird. Ah, wonderful. Maybe he is, perhaps he is one of the enlightened. Well, I'm not sure about enlightened. Uh, knowledgeable is probably more the word, but I, I appreciate the, the intended compliment. If I may uh, pose a question here, your floatiness, what exactly is the upside down? The Upside Down is the concept that we are all in error for our directionality. It is a concept of mind. It is something that we need to overcome. Few have mastered it. Has our friend up on the ceiling mastered it? Oh no, he is nowhere close. You don't say. Oh, I mean, he's not exactly upside down. He's just kind of. Well, the core concept is is there really an upside down? All right, now my brain hurts. Um, hmm. As much as I'm sure any of us would enjoy uh, the discussing philosophies, um, we are in somewhat of a hurry. Um, Is there anyone here that is uh, knowledgeable about the plane escape of this of this plane? I'm afraid we only delve more in the the mind in this sanctuary. I'm afraid. Hmm. Might you have a library? We have a small collection of biographies and enlightened material to allow us to further grasp the concept of being up, of upside downness with one. Would you like to pay homage to those respects and be able to learn more? If you could direct me to to that location, I'm I'm sure I can sort it out myself. Oh, yes, of course, of course. And they they lead the way to... Um, they have some... It's kind of still in the main area of where you see people are um, in, like, meditation and such. Um, there's kind of just, like, one singular bookshelf. And in it, you see that, again, it is... It's mostly, like, philosophical kind of questions um and the concept of basically gravity is like a concept of the mind how many books would you say are on this bookshelf um 40 okay um it's pretty empty using uh Kavasir's light 
several lifetimes of libraryness. Um, can I make some kind of check to pick out like maybe the top five volumes that contain like seem the most uh I, I don't want to say legit, but like Basically, like the top five most helpful volumes. Okay. Um. Give me a um investigation check because you have to like go into the covers and find out what they are, and it's not that hard. Uh, seventeen. Okay. In it, you find um the writings of. Let's come up with a random weird name. Do it. Ixla Dunin. Um, give me just a moment, because you are 100% going to uh, be spelling these out for me. Oh, frick. <laughs> now I gotta, rem- I gotta write down the name, too. First, you gotta remember what you said. <laughs> I, I got it. Okay, first book. I'd say there's one that's really actually has any value. Okay, I still want the first the the five. A researcher never uses one source. I hate you so much. <laughs> <laughs> How to torture a DM one oh one. Um let's see. Cloudy nine. Cloudy nine. Okay. And it's spelled N E I N. Okay. So some German influence there. Mm hmm. Okay. What's the second book? No, that was the first book. I, yeah, the second one. What's the second book? No, that was. That's the name of the author. It's a, it's a concept about them, it doesn't really have a title. Oh, it's it's a known title gave, book. No, that's his. I, that's their name, Cloudy Nine. Okay. By the way, I'm actually going to say that that's all the stuff because to save our listeners of all people that don't come have on. to listen to this stuff. Come no, on, Steve. And then we got it. You, you, you're taking the, the coward. You're taking the coward's way out. Nope. Okay. There's only two books that are valuable. Okay, and what was the other book's title? I no, only that, have that was their name. I... They don't have a title. They have the name of the author. Okay. What was I... the author's name on the other one? Because I only have one Cloudy Nine. I told you the name. I am very offended that you do not remember the name. It's Ixlan mean... Dunin, of course. Please spell that for me. Ikhla Deflim Inin. Can you please use the word in a sentence? <laughs> <laughs> Can I get the origins, please? Okay. Um, I'm guessing that Ikhla Deflamen is <laughs> the uh, more serious of the two. Yes. Okay, Kavasir sits down and starts reading. Okay. 
in it, um, it it tries to explain how the concept of gravity has no real impact on things. It's it's a figment of people's imagination, and if and he ex explains how it's such a stupid, simple concept. He doesn't understand how people don't understand that, like, even if you have gravity pulling on you from one direction, it doesn't, what if there's gravity pulling on the other direction? Then everything's canceled out. Then there is no gravity. Um, from the text, can Kavasir kind of gather what the, uh, the race of the author was? Um, the author is, is human. The other one, you can gather that it, the fact that their name is Cloudy, it's an air genocide. Of course it's a human. Of course it's a human! <laughs> well, a very particular, very uh, peculiar opinion for a human that's native to a plane that uh, innately, very much so, has gravity. Um, I could understand if it was written by someone, by a, by a, Arakokra or Ergansai that was native to this plane that they might have that opinion, but it's very peculiar. You can tell that a lot of the book is more along the lines of like them convincing themselves that um, that all this direction is a matter of thought. So it's more of along the lines of like convincing yourself what direction is a certain direction. So, so this seems more like the ravings of self philosophy rather than like established philosophy. Yes, very much so. Okay, so it it's more like... Yeah, I'm actually going to end that sentence there before I offend somebody. No, but... please do. <laughs> <laughs> um, What's your train of thought? Well, just... It, 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 to me, it sounds more like the... Uh, uh, like the concepts that... Um, mm -hmm. what is it? it? It's it's like the ravings of a narcissist versus like, um, like the uh, teachings of Kant. I don't know. Kant's of Kant, so. Emmanuel Kant. Kant. He, he's a very famous philosopher. Okay. Well, ethics philosophy. It's kind of like, if you think of it, it's more of the lines of them trying to tell you what salt tastes like, but like in a very, 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 very roundabout way that like it's very hard to understand the, what they're, const they're trying to actually talk about. Kind of like so, more so of like a crazy person. Leaning. So it's, tr it's trash. It's not actually useful. Um, It's written pretty nicely. The other one written more like a like it's more along the it's it's more leaning towards like sounds sophisticated but it's 
some of it sounds like ranting kind of stuff. Okay. Well, listeners, I'm sorry I wasted five minutes of your life. Um, so apparently that was the most valuable, useful book in the whole collection. It was. It was. He, uh, he <laughs> closes the book, pauses for a second, considering whether or not to write something inside the cover. Oh, no. <laughs> And then decides to respect their culture and puts it back on the shelf. Turns around and in a low tone to the rest of the group says, Well, this was the most official of the books and it is complete trite. Oh, that's a pretty strong word. So, like, what, what do we do now? We don't really have any leads. Well, I'm not sure if these people will be able to help us. I I do have a small theory based around their philosophies as to how we might find the the planar disk, but I am not entirely convinced of it. Oh. I, uh, I, I am almost embarrassed to submit this theory, but perhaps it's worth looking into, despite any factual in, uh, references. Perhaps if we can, at the very least, moderately obtain their uh, enlightenment, we, we might be able to simply be pulled by various gravities towards the disk. Um, and from his tone, you, you can 100% tell that Kvasir is extremely skeptical of this because the entire ideology is built around opinions. <laughs> <laughs> What if I decide that gravity is sideways? It's inside out. I implode. Uh, so you mean like when you were upside down on the ship? Yes. If 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 my theory, if you want to call it that, um, proves true, then we all would, in theory, be able to convince ourselves that. It doesn't exist, and therefore just drift towards our goal. But that seems oddly simple and yet impossible. I, I, I think it, it is my opinion that the only reason I was drifting around earlier is because my people are native to this plane. It is in a manner of speaking, my ancestral home. Oh, do you think there's more like you here? Oh, most certainly. Well, maybe we can find them and ask them if they can help something. A very good point, Erlene. It probably has much more merit than, than this, and he kind of vaguely gestures at the bookshelf. 
he's very, very peeved that they only have crackpot philosophy. <laughs> what do you expect from a monastery, okay? Some foundational knowledge. You're expecting to find out the secrets of how peas work. It was fun sounding like a crazy person, though, by the way. <laughs> well, you don't have to Pleasant try very thing. hard, Stephen. Oh, thank you. I'll take oh. that as a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> you know I love you, Stephen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Taylor, you think you're safe. He's the god in this world. <laughs> no, there's gods below my position right now. <laughs> in this world. <laughs> All righty. Um, so Kavasir did his bit. Anyone else got a bit, or are, are we just gonna drag this out? <laughs> yeah, let's just do a Kavasir party the whole way. Uh, one thought I had is if we're having issues trying to find people who know about like the history of the importance of the planar discs, would there be people who know about it because of like some sort of monetary value? Could we go find like some treasure dealers in the marketplace who maybe have heard about this? Because it's supposed to like have jewels set in it. Um, it, it is a jewel, basically. It is. So you think that somebody would? You kind of would think somebody would potentially have heard about it if they were like a jeweler or a treasure hunter. But of course, that's just me. Um. Steven, is this whole, like, walk a, uh, the monastery, or is there more here? You basically, um, traveled the whole length of all the important buildings of the monastery, important rooms of the monastery. So, so the whole rock is the monastery? No, no. It's like a small church building. Okay, so it's a small church That's building. That's kind of what it looks like. But it's, it's, like, very small compared to what everything else is. Well, I guess what I'm asking is, is the monastery the only thing here? Or is there more buildings, more stuff? Well, I told you what the buildings were. Yeah, I'm pulling, like, a massive blank. That's why Tani's wanting to go to the doors to try and ask around, which is a good idea. Yeah, let's, let's go with her, her thing. Okay. We'll keep yours as a backup plan. A backup, backup, backup yeah, plan. Yeah, let, let's call it the we're all out of plans and it's so crazy it might just work plan. Let's all jump off a cliff and hopefully we get there. <laughs> okay. Oh, why would be the solution? Um, As you're walking around, let me think of a check that you do to be able to know who might know. So you're looking for a nice... Almost like a jeweler's or a shop selling fancy things. Like the ye oldie Tiffany and co. of this world. Okay. It's not hard to find a place because the shops are very um, orderly, so it's not hard to find one. You do find one that has um, a bunch of like hand-me-down jewelry about that seems to kind of fit your description of it. All right, then let's go in. Okay. In it, it is manned by a air genocide. It's a man. 
Welcome, how may I help you? What time of day is it? <laughs> is this in character or? Uh, Not in character, this okay. is me asking you, Steven. The sun is, well, it's, it's bright outside. It's like noonday. Is day. it morning, afternoon? It looks like noonday. Okay. Everything's blue, everything's night. beautiful. Afternoon there, friend. <laughs> I'm just trying to find like a proper time of day to greet this guy with, okay? Okay. <laughs> Walk up there. Af afternoon, friend. I was wondering if you might answer a few questions for us. Oh, well, of course. What might you be looking for? Well, we were told somewhere around these parts there might be something called a planar disc. Y'all ever heard of that? Those look like a big jewel. Oh, jewels, you say? I haven't heard of discs, but I've, I have heard of jewels popping out every once in a while. It's, this is kind of how I make my wares. It's, it's the ins and outs of things as I look around. A lot of people come here and sell their jewels. They've just happened to come across in these areas. Usually it's people there's sometimes like dungeons around here or sometimes things sometimes creatures pick up gyms once in a while. I'm not I haven't really heard of a planar jewel before. Do you maybe have anything that like does something weird when you touch it? Oh, I have plenty of those. Oh. Look at this one. And he, um, he clasps a jewel in, in both hands and he holds it out to you. Touch the middle. Carolyn glances at Kavasier and then very tentatively touches it with a single finger. Your soul gets... No, you're... <laughs> <laughs> well, it got saved. <laughs> <laughs> would not put it past you. Uh, you see that it's, first off, it's a white gem, and you touch it, and it, like, ripples a beautiful red through it. It's like, ah, these are, these are something one of a kind. Oh, I, I, that's not exactly what I meant. But it's cool. Now, you, you said that there were uh, dungeons around here people have brought stuff out of and sold to you? Yes, things... Things tend to find their ways here. There's sometimes I hear stories of random cities falling out of the sky and becoming a new place. Sometimes where you'd have an underground dungeon, it would suddenly appear. There's also many different weird phenomena around here. There's, I don't know where they come from, but there's all these invisible creatures flying around everywhere. I don't know where they come from. Perhaps it's even... They come from the storms in the plane themselves. And as a matter of fact, there's even... There's so many storms around here, I wouldn't be surprised they're all coming from this... The huge one. It's a big maelstorm that might be the cause of some of these things. I don't know, it's just ramblings of a person city's falling out of the sky huh 
sounds terrifying. Yeah, how do you think this place came into existence? Did, did they ever fall back out of the sky? Like, oh, like out of existence? Oh no, check this out. Um, he like he grabs um one of the like a loose table actually. He lifts it up a little bit. The table floats a little bit. And then he like manually pushes it down with his hand. Things seem to be just stay in place around here, except for I guess if you're sentient, you don't seem to float away. Well, don't tell me those monks were on something. Hey, uh, I have a theory. Go ahead. This is like off <clears throat> this dialogue. I have a theory here. Um, based off what this guy is saying, this my theory is that nothing in the plane, this plane, originated from here. Except one thing, which brought everything, including cities, people, and all that stuff, to the plane. And we're looking for this one thing that is the, yes, originated from the plane. That's my theory. According to what this guy has said. This person has said. Your theory has at least one foot to stand on. But I don't know. What do you think, Taylor? Mm. I mean, I think it's on par with everything else we have so far, which I I don't know. I, I'm not sure what to think about this. I mm. Am I blowing you guys' minds yet? <laughs> More like a very small little implosion. I, I'm on the verge of accusing you of using psychedelics to write this. <laughs> well, if it makes you feel better, this is core rules. <laughs> we haven't even gotten into the weird stuff yet. Oh, jeez. Um. Okay. Can you, Cade, can you, like, uh, bullet point that idea for me? Uh, how how do you want me to do that? Just kind of... Just, like, condense, condense it down into a couple of points. Um... Or a point, if that's all it takes. I think, basically, it's that nothing in this plane originated here. Nothing except the will... planar disk, which is bringing everything to this realm. The planar disk is the only thing that originated from the plane. Everything else came from somewhere else. Okay, and the in theory, I guess the disk is pulling everything here. Yes, that's the theory. Well, then Just maybe... so people don't hate me. To clarify that I'm saying everything I've done so far is core rules. Obviously, items and such are still made up, and the origins of things. Nice save, Stephen. <laughs> Just so people don't get mad at me, go, this isn't core rule book. there's no planar jewel. Um, I think we are more than allowed to do whatever we want. <laughs> <laughs> um, hmm. 
Yeah, I, I think, and, and nothing against the theory, Cade. Um, I, I think that that's I think that that's probably on the same tier of absurdity that my theory is. <laughs> Which only means that they're probably more likely to be true. Um, what was your theory? My theory was that if we can achieve this enlightenment where we just believe gravity doesn't exist, that we'll literally just like float to where the disk is. Well, based off that, like that means whatever the, pl the plane projects, whatever reality we assume it is. If I'm not mistaken, going based off your theory. Like we assume that you know you're in a you're in, you're in or some sort of reality that's going to be gravity. Well, and I guess our our theories aren't mutually exclusive though, if you think about it, because like everything that's being pulled here is non-sentient, and so it just is acted on. It doesn't have an opinion on whether or not gravity exists or not. It's it's it's. The plane's reality is artificial. It's not nothing was created in the plane. Everything was taken and brought to the plane. So the plane assumes reality, quote unquote, rules such as gravity because it had no original state. It just copied everything that it took. That made sense. Steven, are we hot or cold? <laughs> I don't know, but you're getting pretty deep. <laughs> I, it, we're starting to sound like that weirdo out of the book that Kavasi was reading. <laughs> eh? Um, oh, okay. Um, can, can we assume that we've sort of been having like a low-tiered discussion about this in character? I'd yes. say this is in character right now. Okay. Um, just add in our voices. <laughs> yeah, just li listeners imagine everything that was just said, but in our, our weird voices. Um, <laughs> yes, it, we said I'm, I'm, I'm thinking really hard, hard here, so it's hard to like go into character and to really yeah, speculate. Yeah. Understandable. <laughs> right. Doesn't think that hard. Um. Okay, Kavas Kavasir wants to find like. Uh, well, he's going to roll his eyes deep sigh and says, I'm going to return to the monastery and and he kind of takes a shuddering sigh <laughs> and attempts to put into practice these philosophies Mingled with scripture. No. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I do. Steven, I will come through the computer and smack you. <laughs> that sounds great. I will develop oh superpowers. <laughs> because of this, your origin story is just wrath. Personally, for Guy Foss here, this is probably just painting him to no end oh it it 100 percent <laughs> is because it, it's a solution that may very possibly be 
viable that is entirely built off of non-factual ramblings of lunatics. And if this does work, his mind will explode. Um, but yeah, um, so I'm going to head back to the monastery. Um, other people can do what they want. We We can probably, like, have other people do stuff if they have uh, other ideas before jumping to Kavasir, unless we want to just get that theory out of the way real quick. <laughs> yeah, I want to follow someone else's train of thought for, before we get back to Kavasir. I'm, I kind of want to keep asking around. Okay, what's your methodology? Uh, hmm. Well, the jeweler idea didn't bear much fruit. But I guess this is one of those things, just asking everybody and somebody eventually will know. Uh, is there only, like, the one jeweler in town, or...? Um, there's a few. Um, they all kind of have the same general kind of feel about them. Um, but you're mm. welcome to try the rest of them. Hmm. Uh, I I do want to just be asking around the market. I'm trying to think who would be what kind of place would be best to ask at first. Okay. Um. Give me a. <laughs> investigation check. Or. Mm. Actually, give me an insight check so you'd be able to determine who might um, be the best person to go to as you're looking okay. around. Ah, uh, dang it. That was only a six. Yeah, you can't... You don't really feel that there's anyone in particular that might know of these kind of things. Hmm. Keep in mind... Um, before this, like no one else around you in the material plane knew what the planar gems are were either. Mm. But that could be different. I think the planar disc in the last one was found in a tomb. They're, they're not all going to be in similar places, though, right? Hmm. Maybe we just try finding like the oldest person here and maybe they'll know something. Oh. Oh that that plan sounds better than anything else we can come up with. Alright then, you lead the way. I'm very good at finding and adopting old people. <laughs> so I've noticed. How are you going to go about looking for the oldest person? I'm going to probably ask. I was like, we can ask somebody. There's, there's a bunch of jeweler people. There's a bunch of aerogenocide guards traveling about. Um, oh, I forgot to mention, there's also like a guards barracks in this. Um, 
I called it a citadel, right? Or no, I called it a stronghold. Sure, we can call it a citadel. It's stronghold. It's what they're okay. technically called. I think I'll ask maybe one of the guards because they're, I feel like they might be more likely to know something. Okay. So I'm going to do that. Okay. You okay. stroll your way up to Wave a guard. Down. Yeah. Hey, uh, this might be a weird question, but do you know who's like the oldest being here or like who's been here the longest? Oh, you must be new around here, huh? Um, well, generally these kind of places are ruled by the highest, highest priority here. You've heard of genies, right? Oh, uh, yeah. Well, they, they, send, they tend to last, live pretty long. They're, they're kind of a control power here. We actually, the strongholds are actually, people generally call them genie strongholds. And they're kind of watch posts that are kind of around here. By the way, don't mess with any of them. Because it's pretty tight around here and you're not going to get away with anything. Just to be clear. Oh, no, I just wanted to ask them some questions. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, usually they're in their office around the guard barracks. Usually about 5 p.m. So usually they do patrols and go there for doing some paperwork. Perhaps I can set up a meeting with them if you'd like. Oh, yeah, that'd be great. Okay, well, I will let him know that you are coming. Thank you so much. I do the little, like, anime girl, like, hand clap, the little jump thing. I'm just, like, <laughs> excited. <laughs> <laughs> he gives you a curt nod. And then he goes, to, goes back to his business. He, um, he's continuing to patrol around, and he'll just go and do that whenever. So he's going to eventually get out of sight. Erlen goes back over to the others and like, okay, he said that there's like genies here that are like kind of in charge of things and that he can set up a meeting with us where we can ask them some stuff. Around like 5 p.m.-ish. All right, then I say that is a solid lead. I guess what do we do until then? Not a clue. Dinner, anyone? I meditate. <laughs> At noon? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, anyone else want to do anything? Meditation. Yes. Anyone else want to do anything else before I jump to back to Kvasir? Uh, no. By all means, do some stuff. Whatever you want. I already used up all of my healing spells. <laughs> I want to go after Kalas here. I'll probably follow him too. Because that's just what Erlen do. Okay. Um, okay, we can jump back to Kavas here. You enter the stronghold again. You're greeted by 
a different person this time. You see that the person that you were talking to beforehand, um, they are currently sitting on the wall. And by sitting on the wall, I mean like the middle of the wall, they're sitting cross-legged on it. And another person comes up to you. It's like, ah, oh, you were you were here before, no? Indeed I was. Wonderful. You have have you decided to come to understand more? Yes. Yes I have. Well, that is wonderful. I am glad you have decided to come and participate. We are currently in the middle of meditations and we will have I can oh actually well let's just jump you in right now. Would you like to come join me? We would like nothing more. Okay. And he goes over he like sets up um goes over the um floor. He sets down a pad for you. Well he he takes these two big like yoga mats. He folds both of them under his arm and he goes to, like sit in the middle of the room. And there's like um there's clearly a board that is um on the floor. And he um he sets a yoga mat on the board and then another one on the board as well. And then he, he sits down and he pats um he pats on the other yoga mat. With yet another massive sigh, uh, Kavasir sits down, but he kind of has to, like, raise his wings up and then kind of fold them back behind him because they kind of drag on the ground under normal circumstances. <laughs> um, so the everyone else fo followed him. Is What's everyone else doing in the place? Uh, Rook's kind of just near the entrance. She found a stick and she's playing fetch with Tonto. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Tonto is very excited about this. Oh, he is very, very excited. His little stub of a tail is just going 100 miles an hour. His butt's wiggling a little with it because when yeah. you have a tail that short, you have to wag it for all you're worth. Yes. We're just off playing fetch. <laughs> Is everyone just like watching, basically, or doing whatever? Um, <clears throat> I'm just really browsing the halls. Um, really just looking for anything in particular that maybe stand out to me. Um, but more of just bored and sad that there's no bloodshed. Yeah, it's pretty boring, and you're very bored, because there is <laughs> one, there's a singular hallway, and then one large room. And then, like, there's a couple doors in the back that lead to, like, some individual rooms. And they seem uh, like quarters. Um, I might be in over those over those doors and see if I can get in. Okay. I notice. Um, people don't really seem to pay attention to you doing it. You look in. Um, you see that there's like really the only thing in there is there's an ugly bed, pretty much plain as plain can be. Um, there's a couple mats in there, really nothing special. 
There's not even like a dresser. Wow. That's pretty freaking boring. Yep. Um, I was, uh, the car is going to, with all his might, resist the urge of trashing the place because just, there's just nothing to entertain him with. He's on the brink at this point. Um, let's try the other doors. Um, they're just the same thing. All the same thing? They're all plain boring. There's really nothing there. Okay. Oh, and I just go over and... The most entertaining thing you found was there was a squeaky floorboard that you happened to step on. Don't tear off the floor! Is it in the... <laughs> <laughs> oh, no! Why'd I say this? <laughs> is, it, is, it, is it, uh... It's in the room, yes? You can see that there is floor below the floorboard. So it does not look like there is any hidden thing. Close the door behind him. Oh, oh no. <laughs> oh no. Do I see this or am I too distracted by my badger? Uh, make a perception check. <laughs> nope. That, no, uh, no, I didn't see. I, I can tell you right now, I didn't see. Okay. Maybe Erwin is just watching. Okay, like what do you a do? morbid curiosity of what he is. Once I get that door closed, I'm smashing those floorboards. So if anyone can see me. Hmm, yes, the floor here is. I think we can floor. all hear you though. I haven't done it yet. Have you done it yet? Uh yeah, let's do it. Let's do a, do a strength check. Oh no. Oh jeez. They're gonna kick us out. Mm, that's a six that's a seventeen. Okay. Um, you stick your axe, your axe sticks in the floorboards. Um, there's a large crack, as you see it splinters a lot of wood nearby. This does draw attention. Um, a minute later, um, you see that there I, is... I barred the door. Okay. Um, you hear... There's someone trying to pull on at the door. It's not budging. We know you're in there. Please get out. We have nothing you would want here. I open the door. Fine. The, fine. This place is boring anyway. We, I, I said I walk out anyway. <laughs> I walk out of the building. I'm more I storm out. They have just like... They're just dead-eyeing you all the way. <laughs> okay. The car doesn't care. No, he doesn't. Anything under the floorboard? Did I see anything under the floorboard? No. It was a squeaky floorboard. <laughs> this sounds vaguely like attacking a frostworm. Oh, I should know I have, this. Should I have made you guys roll initiative? <laughs> yeah, 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 I know what you're talking about. Attacking flavor text. Yes, yes. <laughs> I remember. I specifically remember that that fight. Yes, that is exactly what you Complete did. Complete waste of time. You attacked flavor text. I hope you're proud. <laughs> Very proud. <laughs> okay. Come on, let's do a thing. Okay. 
So he sets you down. He runs you through a routine. Um, he basically tells you to meditate for it seems about ten minutes. It's pretty stinking boring. Um, you're basically just passing the time as you keep going. Um, are you? Is Kavasir getting into it? Like, or is he kind of like more begrudgingly just sitting there, like not really meditating? What's um, he doing? I would think for the first little while, he'd kind of be, like, internally grumbling, like, like there, there, there's nothing fact-based about this, like, this was a really stupid idea, but eventually I think he'd calm himself down to the point that he's like, Okay, like thinking logically, I cannot disprove this without legitimately trying. Okay. So after after like what seems like forever, um, he he kind of waits a little bit longer than actually ten minutes because he can tell that you're first reluctant and it still takes some time to get into it. So about 20 minutes pass of you just sitting there. Um, he eventually stands up and said, Okay, I believe we are ready. We- Wait, well, what was my accent? I believe we are ready. Um, now if you would close your eyes to begin with. And then he says, Now picture, just focus on... The fact that you are sitting downwards. Um, and then he goes over to... Um, he starts, like, chanting, like, Down is this... Down is towards your... F-. Well, you know how they talk about, like, say, breathe in, breathe out, breathe in, breathe out. He's more saying, Down is below you. Down is below you. And he keeps going... By the way, I'm, I don't have any of this planned beforehand, by the way. Makes <laughs> <But laughs> it all the more entertaining. Um, and then he's like, don't pay attention to what I am doing. Just keep focusing. Down is below me. Down is below me. And then um, he lifts up at the side of the... Um, The side of the board you're sitting on. Um, you feel yourself like tilt a little bit. Um, give me a wisdom save with advantage. Oh. <laughs> and you do have your eyes closed, right? Yes. Okay. Fourteen. Okay. You can you can just it just feels like he's shifting around the um floorboard a bit. And then after a while you hear him say, Good, good. Now keep repeating down is below me. And so he's Hey, I want I wanna hear you say it. Cause you're you're involved in this as much as I am. <laughs> I hate you, Steven. This is great. All of this. <laughs> <laughs> this is Aaron's required. Just chilling in the corner watching. Down is below me. 
and again. Okay, Stephen, I am legitimately going to come through the computer and hurt you. Especially with that accent? Oh, that was great. Down is below me. Um, All right, now open your eyes. Okay. I open them. You notice um, he moved the, the floorboard that you were sitting on. It is sitting on the wall now, and you are sitting on the wall. Very good. You have, you have begun to start the journey. So you are now sitting on a wall. Okay. And he continues, like, going through the ritual kind of stuff with sitting down below me. And then eventually you move around, like, the room to eventually where you're on the ceiling. Upside down on the ceiling. Um, make me another wisdom save with advantage as you do it. Yeah, I, I've got some theories here. Rocky <laughs> glue. Um, that's another fourteen. Okay, you're now upside down on the ceiling. Um, and then eventually, um, he move around the room, and then you eventually come back to, um, like what this is taking place over. What it ends up being about two hours of like this meditation and thing and eventually come back a full circle around it and you have and you are now sitting on the um floor to where like everyone else is thinking of and he's like okay we have done we are finished with this the meditation for today if you've if you've piqued any interest you're more than welcome to join us this may have piqued your interest in the most Wonderful of ways. Indeed. Thank you very much. And and I wait for him to leave. Um Yeah, he he quickly like picks up his yoga mat, puts it away, and goes to do some other he goes to like sweep the floor. Um Kvasir motions Erlen over. He hesitates and then quickly like scampers over with her little feet. If, if you wouldn't mind doing me a favor. But sure. Please sit on this board here. Um, okay. And she does. All right. Um, Kavasir attempts to, like, move the board. Okay. How are you moving the board? Um, so, so maybe me explaining my idea will kind of be faster than me just doing all these little steps. Um, me as a player, but also Kvasir, is somewhat wondering if there's a little bit of a scam to this. Um, and that it wasn't legitimately him freeing his mind, but that it had something to do with the board being able to be moved around the room. So it's not 
me altering my sense of gravity, but rather that the board's sense of gravity is altered. Okay. So how are you moving the board? Are you first off, is Erlen sitting down on the board? Yes, Erlen is sitting down on the board like how she saw Kavasir sitting on it. Okay, so I kind of just want to attempt to lift it up. Kavasir's not particularly heavy, but I, I, he feels like he's heavy enough that this arrogance, I wouldn't have been able to just lift the board unless there was something going on with the board. Same. Um, you lift the board. Um, it's It doesn't feel like it's like assisted with how uh, much you can lift it up. If, for example, if you just took a normal board, had someone sit on it, and you lift it up a corner, it feels exact same as you would imagine it would. Okay, so it, it doesn't feel like it's been tampered with. Um, Does anybody have detect magic? <laughs> my dear, if you wouldn't mind um, disembarking. Okay, she hops off. Um, now I want to pick up the board and place it against the wall. Um, the wall floats there because it's, it's like that table that, um, the shopkeeper lifted up, it floated and you put it back down. The board's okay, so, kind of the same. So it's floating. It's floating on its own. Yes. It's like, no, no, my dear, um, where, where's the car? Uh, he stormed out after someone got mad at him for destroying the floor. Oh, well, that makes this unfortunate. Um, but if you wouldn't mind attempting to sit on the board now. I guess I can try. Am I going to need, like, some sort of acrobatics check for this? Um, or do you I plant your... You plant your butt on the wall, and you're you're still standing on the floor where you're originally sitting. I mean, where you're standing. So it's you're basically leaning up against the board. Nothing special is happening. I'm sitting on it in the most liberal of sense. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much for humoring me, my dear. Um, but I I think that this perhaps answers. My questions. And I think this is a great time to wrap up now on this cliffhanger. Still trying to find out what's happening. What will happen next? Will Erlen be able to sit on the board or will she fall and hit her butt on the ground? Dun, dun, dun! (laughs) (laughs) Will Kumasir ever know which way is up? Question is, will ever wait? Know which way's down? I'm pretty sure it's below me, but what if it's not? <laughs> <sighs> Find out next time. And thanks everyone for joining. We'll see you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.